Blog Talk Radio. Are you tired and overworked? Do you wish that Calvin would take you away? Well, sit back, put your feet up, as Kelly Claypool and Gina Paris plan to inspire you in this refreshing episode of Diva Talk Radio. Now here's your host, Kelly and Gina. Are you tired? Hello, 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 divas, and welcome to Diva Talk Radio. I apologize for the intro uh, of doubling on that intro, but uh, this is our first show after a six-month hiatus, and I can't tell you how much I have missed you. Uh, This year has been uh, quite the experience, as many of you know, I've lost my husband in March, and just a few weeks ago, I I lost my mom. So um, so 2015 has been um, quite the experience. That's about all I can say. But but anyways, I am so blessed that you are here joining me today, and and just I, I love the the text messages the the words of encouragement the um emails the posts on the on the facebook page as well as comments on our website um just all the love and and uh and encouragement that you guys have been giving me and i tell you what it brings me to tears because you guys are so awesome but uh but today's show i want to share with you um what I've experienced as being a widow. So I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna uh let you know now that I may cry. <laughs> I may not. Um but uh but it's still it's still very raw. Um it's it's been six months since uh my my awesome husband passed away after battling uh years of about the last two years of of liver cancer um as many of you know he uh was worked up and was put on the liver transplant list in october of last year he was um i'm sorry the end of october beginning of november he was taken off of the transplant list uh because the tumors had grown so large that it was cutting off all blood supply to the liver at that time the doctors told him that he had six months at best to live and um you know as much as we were preparing or i was preparing him passing um we never lost uh our hope that he would be healed we prayed for a healing and uh and and what's beautiful about that is he did receive his healing uh he just didn't receive it here on earth but um but what is uh what gets me through every day is knowing that he is healed and uh he's no longer in pain and uh he is uh in in heaven um completely restored his body is completely restored so so i'm here and i'm just going to share with you uh what's on my heart and uh which is still pretty raw but um but i i hope at the end of the show, I hope that the one thing that you will take away, see I'm already crying, <laughs> is that um, that no matter what we go through in life, um, whatever obstacle comes in our way, that uh, that there is hope for tomorrow. And um, 
you know, we may have troubles for the night, and it says this in 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 um, in scripture, and um, I I don't recall the uh, uh, the actual verse. I think it's in Psalms, and it says um, that our our crying or our weeping we may endure at night uh for the night but joy comes in the morning and um and that is so true nighttime uh has always been hard for me the last couple of months um because he's not with me so one of the things i've learned about being a widow is that um i have to i have to do some type of meditation at night to get me uh in in the mood to sleep i i don't sleep in my normal patterns in fact i sleep crosswise in bed and that kind of strange but uh but that's one way that um that i'm just getting through is uh, i've always been a left side sleeper so um so anytime that we would travel or whatever i would my side of the bed would always be the left side but um but now I see I sleep um, crossways in the bed, so I don't know what that's why that is, but I do. Um, an, another thing that I've learned is people say the stupidest things, <laughs> and I know that that sounds bad, but um, and and I know that people try to. Um, try to help and try to say say things but um but yeah people say really silly things um such as um he would want you to find a new man you know um and and as much as that sounds nice and so forth i don't want a new man i had the perfect man but um and and besides how how do they know that that um he would want me to find a new man right but uh but i know that 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 people are just trying to um to help but but you know here here's another one that that uh that made me giggle um all of a sudden i am like this hot commodity for men over the age of 80 i mean for real I'm only 47, and uh, you would think that uh, that uh, I would attract, you know, younger men, at least younger than 80. But uh, over the last couple of weeks, I've had three men um, in their 80s ask me to dinner. So, um, so while I polite, I politely declined, and. Uh, um, you know, said so thank you very much. It did give me a giggle, anyways. Um, but uh, you know, another thing is, I'm sorry for your loss, and you know that um, that's a term that uh, I guess is is the norm. But really, you know, when you're talking, when you're saying that to a widow or a widower, or somebody that just lost their their spouse or or even a, a a parent that has lost a child or or um you know your mom passed away dad passed away um the thing is is it's you know our our loved one isn't lost you know you know when you lose something you can find it and and you can't find 
your spouse or your your parent or your kids, you know. So, you know, for for a new widow, there is no found. So, um so you know, just a couple of things that that people say um you know, uh, don't worry, and this is another one, don't worry, you're young, you'll meet someone new, um, you know, no matter what your age is, um, this this stings, you know, this, this hurts, because, you know, in my mind, um, my husband is on my mind, I'm, I'm preserving his memory, and the thought of another man in my life is just, you know, no way, no way, I, I, um, um, even though I, I've come to the term that I'm a widow, I like to say that I am contently married. Um, you know, I'm not happily married because I grieve my husband, but I'm contently married. So, so when people ask, you know, my marital status, that's what I say. I'm contently married um, instead of having to check the, the W box, the widow box. But, um, but yeah, um, what another thing. Uh, so, so that was number two. So number three, um, one of the things that I that I have learned is that I will break down in tears when I least expect it. It could be. Um, a song on the radio. Of course, you know, that makes everybody cry, right? You know, you think of your high school boyfriend or you think, you know, a, a time, um, uh, whatever, you know, with music. But but Jules and I, we loved music. And we would spend a lot of nights just sitting up um, and having Pandora on and singing to each other. That was something that we just really enjoyed doing as a couple. And, um, you know, that was part of our intimacy of, in, um, as the as the disease progressed, um, our, our relational intimacy was no longer. So, um, so we learned to love each other in, in other ways other than just having sex. So um, so that was one of the things that, that we did together is we would sing to each other. And um, so, so, you know, songs make me cry. But the other day um, I was walking through um, the mall and a couple passed me by and I could smell the men, uh, the man's cologne and it reminded me of Jules. And all of a sudden... I absolutely broke down in tears. In fact, I, I found myself um, one of those massage chairs that they have in the middle of the of the um, mall, and I literally sat there and I cried for about 30 minutes. And people are looking at me like I'm crazy. I'm thinking that I'm crazy. <laughs> and uh, But, you know, it's just little things like that. Um, uh, you know, you see a, a, a couple walking hand in hand and, you know, things um, so things like that uh, make me break down and cry. So, um, so yeah, so that, that's something else that I learned. Um, another thing I learned is you can't just buy, um, you know, meals for one at the grocery store. You know, um, uh, I I went to buy some some chicken legs the other day because I thought that well, you know, I'll I'll make some barbecue chicken legs on the grill, and I couldn't find anything that just had you know like two or three chicken legs. I had to buy like. 
12 chicken legs. And, um, and so that was just kind of weird uh, for me. I don't know why, but, but it was. Um, you know, another thing I learned is that my emotions, I, I, um, one minute I'll feel weak, the next minute I'll feel strong, um, the next minute I'll be angry, um, and that's a hard one for me because I'll be angry at him for leaving. Um, you know, why did you leave me? Um, and, you know, I, I have I have this 30-acre farm now that I have to take care of by myself. And, you know, that's a, that's a pretty big responsibility. So, um, you know, it, it takes several days to, to cut the lawn and, you know, in, in the fields and stuff like that. And so, you know, you get angry and, and that makes me, that makes me sad that I'm actually get, get angry at him, but it's part of the emotions. Um, another thing I've learned is that, my priorities have changed and the way that I see life has changed. Um, things that would probably annoy me prior to him passing um, now actually make me laugh. Um, I'll give you an example. Um, my my dogs, they get really excited when I come home and, and stuff like that. And um, my black lab... I uh, got all excited and stepped on his water bowl, which is huge because he's an 85-pound black lab and he's like constantly thirsty. Um, and it holds, I don't know, probably about two gallons of water, maybe three gallons of water. And he stepped on it and literally water goes flying everywhere, including all over my face, all over the front of me. And all I could do was literally laugh. I mean, I laughed so hard that I thought I was going to pee my pants. So little things that, um, you know, would have upset me before actually makes me laugh. So um, so that's, you know, so, so that is, you know, another thing that I learned um, about being a widow is I, um, I'm not taking things as serious as I once did. So I hope that makes sense. Um, another thing is I'll go through days where I'm not hungry, and then there's days that I'm absolutely so starving I want everything in the house. <laughs> so, um, so there's like no balance. But, um, but another thing that I've learned too is to forgive myself. You know, um, I... I was was Jules's caregiver for the last year, uh, two and a half years actually, and um, you know there would be times that I would get mad at him, and there were times that um, that I would just you know say you know what I, I can't deal with this anymore I got to walk away and you know five days a week driving two and a half hours each way to the doctors, five days a week, um, making sure that he's taking his medications, you know, and he took 37 pills a day and four injections a day. So um, my life literally evolved around him. So there were, there were days that I just wanted to just walk away and go, I, because I can't deal. Um, but you know, I had to learn to forgive myself for that um, because we had an awesome relationship. I mean, we had an awesome marriage 
And, um, but that was something that I had to do. And, and, you know, as, as you are listening to this, um, one thing that I that I want you to realize is that suffering is part of life. So whether you um, have lost, um, you know, a loved one. There I go. See, you know what? I just said that that's one of my pet peeves that I don't like, and I just said it. See, you're getting the raw of me. You're getting the real me. But, you know, um, whether you've experienced a death or whether you experienced a heartache, um, suffering is part of life. And accepting and acknowledging that suffering is what will get you through. Um, you're going to find um, moments of beauty and joy in the depths of your heartache and suffering. And, um, and and I just want I just want to encourage you to be fearless. Don't be afraid. Um, that's one thing I have to say is that I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid to live on my own, even though I have this you know 30 acres out in the you know out in the country. I'm not afraid to live on my own. Uh, recently, I took a a trip to Atlanta for my mom's funeral, and um, and I drove all the way there and all the way back as six hours on the road each way, seven hours on the road, something like that. Um, and I wasn't afraid. I thought that that was pretty cool because I've always traveled either with kids or with my husband and I didn't know how I would do. And I literally enjoyed traveling by myself. I got to stop and go pee when I wanted to. I didn't have to ask for permission. I got to stop and, and look at um, different things along the way. I stopped and got hot boiled peanuts on the side of the road, um, listened to the music that I wanted to listen to or the podcasts that I wanted to listen to. And so um, so I'm not afraid. And that's one thing that I just want to encourage you that no matter what you're going through, don't be afraid. Um, you know, um, in in the Bible, in Joshua, I believe it's one nine. It says something, you know, be strong and of good courage. Uh, don't be afraid or dismayed, for the for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go, and and that is so true. So I just want to give you, um, you know, that encouragement of no matter what you're going through, whether it's finances, relationships, um, loss of a job. Uh, um, um, a, a, a death of a family member. Don't be afraid. Just um, you know, strap on your your red stilettos and and be strong. Um, another thing is is I want to encourage you to be patient. No matter what you're going through, um, if if you've experienced a, a death. Um, don't put unrealistic demands on yourself. That was something that I did early on. Um, I remember at week three, um, three weeks after he he passed away, I'm still crying uncontrollably. Um, I'm I'm paralyzed. I can't even get out of bed because the grief was so hard. And then um, I put unrealistic demands on myself of you know 
talking talking to my head saying, wait a second, you know what? He's been dead three three weeks. What are you doing still in bed? You need to get up and, and you know, start life all over again. And that was really unrealistic because grief hits people in different ways and there's so many different levels of grief. And once I allowed myself to heal according to my own time frame, um, that's when I was able to pull myself out of bed. That's when I was able to um, uh, get in the shower, you know, every day instead of once a week. I know that sounds gross, doesn't it? But I but I couldn't even bring myself to look in the mirror or anything like that. So um, so that was something that I've learned, and that's something that I want to encourage you is to be patient and, and don't put unrealistic demands on yourself. Um, another thing that I want to encourage you to is, again, no matter what you're going through, never lose hope. You know, um, have hope for a brighter day. No matter what you're going through in my situation with, you know, my husband passing away, I couldn't believe that the sun actually came up the next day. You know, how dare it? How dare, you know, there be a bright, shiny sun when my world is so dark and just completely fell apart? But you know what? There is hope for a brighter day. You know, as painful as it seems, you know, we are survivors and we are made to thrive. Um, So always believe that you can live your best life. Um, And our greatest hope is... um, is that we're going to fulfill our purpose that God created us to to fulfill. So, um, so I just encourage you um, to find that hope. In Isaiah forty thirty one, it says, um, "But those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength; they will soar." on wings like eagles and they will run and not grow weary and they will walk and not faint. You know, today I am on a high. You know, I'm I'm on I'm on a um I'm on my ups. You know, I'm not saying that tomorrow I'll be in my downs, but today I'm on my ups and you know, um I don't want to grow weary. I don't want to faint. I don't want to slow down because my husband passed away. I want to live and I want to thrive and I want to soar like eagles do. Um, I want to run and I want to walk um, in his memory, in his honor. And so um, so that is that is just part of learning how to, um, you know, what what I've learned is being a widow. So put yourself in your situation. Maybe you're not a widow, but maybe you've you've lost a job. Maybe you're having financial difficulties. Maybe, um, you know, my son just moved away to college, so I'm really all alone. There, I don't have any more kids living at home, so it's just me and the dogs and my pot belly pig and the chickens, right? <laughs> so, um, so put yourself in whatever situation that you are facing right now, 
and I and I just want you to know that whatever it is, there is hope. There is definitely hope that um, that God is in this with you. And uh, in in John, in the book of John, it says, I have told you these things so that in me you will have peace. In this world you will have trouble, but take heart. I have overcome the world. That means that no matter what you're going through, God is right there with you. So grow from your experience. Um, uh, Learn to to live through what you're going through, look for lessons to be learned in your experience about yourself and in life. I tell you what, the last six months has been an incredible growing experience, and I am learning a lot. There's still so much about me that I don't know. And you know what? I'm looking forward to those growth spurts. I'm looking forward to those experiences. As hard as they are or as easy as they are, during my ups, during my downs, it's all an experience. And uh, and my prayer is, is, you know, Lord, take my mess and turn it into a message. So my hope is, um, as you're listening to the show, we're almost done, that your takeaway will be that there is hope, that there is a new tomorrow, that no matter what you're going through, you will, you are a survivor and you will thrive. So divas, I love you. I am so thankful for you. And, um, and I just appreciate you joining me on this first show after my six-month hiatus, and uh, and I just want you to know that you are unbelievably special to me. So um, before I go, I want to give a shout-out to our sponsor. Today's show is being sponsored by Juanita from Personify Entertainment. All of her information will be on our show notes, and so I would encourage you to look up on Facebook, Personified Entertainment, and thank her for, for sponsoring today's show. So, divas, until next week, wear your heels well and be abundantly blessed. I look forward to seeing you on our Facebook page, Diva Talk Radio. See you, see you next week. Bye-bye.